Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. Sorry, this I didn't mean to whisper. Two. I'm Sarah. That's very seductive of you. Uh, <laughs> this is season two, episode 47. It's the final countdown. Uh, you know what's funny is, like, typically I'm a loud person and people are like, shh, inside voice. <laughs> but it's that like... It is true of us, especially together. Eric is napping for work and I'm out in the living room instead of in my craft room because it's just really cold back there oh no so I'm sitting out in the living room and like normally like I do talk kind of quiet when he's napping and watch tv sort of quiet before he goes to work and then I don't know like I know he can't hear me and he's got headphones on but oh that's pretty smart yeah. uh, the noise that you hear in the background there we got the cats uh this house at aldi you know the magical isle of aldi that is uh-huh. like just random things yeah um they had a gingerbread cat house oh that's a scratching like thing on the inside you know mm-hmm. so that uh fireworks or i don't know gunshot sound you're hearing in the background is actually just the cat scratching in the house but <laughs> Uh, there's no stopping them. As soon as we set it down, uh, Jinxie, our female cat, literally, like, shredded the cardboard windows with her teeth and spit them out, like, I'll show you windows in my house. Right. And she totally uses it as an entrance and exit now, the broken window that she busted out. <laughs> I mean, I guess better than a real window. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're maniacs, but if you hear them scratching, it's, I mean, they literally haven't made a peep or moved from their positions in the last, I would say, hour. And the second we start recording, they're like, what's that? Is she recording? Let me go scratch up this gingerbread house. Yeah. Cats. Lucky she's been over here whining on the couch ever since I muted the TV. Oh, because, oh she's not having it. She just needed TV, I guess. I don't know. Oh, no. I feel that. I sleep with the TV on, so she's my, she's my person. I understand that completely. Um. It's the countdown, man. It is almost here. Yes. So Hanukkah has started. It started on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas is in five days. And yeah. we are less than two weeks away from a new year. Oh, gosh. I'm so excited. Not that I'm not excited for Christmas, but you know I'm so excited for the new year. I'm very excited to get my temperature blanket started. Got all of my Same. yarn. Uh, staged. <laughs> finally nailed down my colors uh i posted them if you are in our group or if you're not you should be Mm -hmm. uh needles hooks and dirty looks podcast your long stitches on um but i posted my colors in there so i'm going with a i don't know uh northern lights color scheme oh um i don't Oh, I just love her. She just misses me. I just love her. <laughs> she's she's a talker. I don't know what it is. They say some German shepherds are just talkers, and she's one. She's she loves to communicate. See, uh, I will say, out of the two cats, the the male is very vocal, and it's so funny. He's like a baby. He can. Johnny will come up the stairs like meowing his face off and I'll be like, what is wrong? What are you doing? I baby talk him and he always comes right in to get petted and 
Jinxie's not very vocal. She doesn't really make a lot of noise. But Hank and Liza were the same way. If you recall, Hank mm-hmm. never stopped barking. And <laughs> it's rare. If, if I hear Liza bark, I literally tend to ask Remington what she did. Because <laughs> usually it's because she's like putting her in a doll outfit or uh, like she just she's just not a barker. I mean, I don't know. You could come in and probably rob our house and she would not get out from under the blanket. Yeah, you know what I'm going to miss here in a few days, and I don't know who I'm kidding because it's, it's going to be up for like another month, but I'm going to miss my Christmas decorations. Yeah, normally I would agree completely. This is our first Christmas with these cats, and I am ready to take it down. Yeah, I just, I really like the mood lighting of just the Christmas tree being on. I do enjoy the lights uh, quite a bit as well. I thought about getting the kids sometime, like some of those LED lights that, I don't know, are all the rage these days. But like, you know, go around like the ceiling, I Mm -hmm. guess. Uh, In our day, all the rage was like those neon glow-in-the-dark stars that you could put on your ceiling. (gasps) You know, I was a little offended the other day because I saw a thing on Facebook that... (laughs) said like what every kid's room looked like in the 90s and it had the stars on there and I was like wait. Did you also have a thing showing all the like tiger beat posters on the wall because I might have seen that as well. Well have Um, you seen my new bedroom board that I have on Pinterest? I don't know but I'm gonna have to go look. (laughs) Because I'm thinking about redoing my bedroom and stars and I found some maybe classier versions of the glow in the dark stars for my ceiling. That I pinned. Yeah, I'm going. And I right was now like, why am I this way? <laughs> um, because why not? Um, I don't know how. So to... Eric might be graduating from a unicorn room to a star bedroom. Um, Jeff and I've been at odds about. I just, I wanted a nice headboard to go with our bed frame to look. I don't know, very adultish, if you mm-hmm. will. Um, our bedroom is like a very pale blue, like a turquoisey blue, but very, very, like very faint. Um, it's got all white trim and like a tan standard issue carpet. Um, we've got a gray like TV stand armoire type thing. My desk is like a gray wash wood and black. And our headboard is like a light bluish gray. It's the same headboard we had before we moved. There's no way, though, to fix it to the bed frame. Um. And I'm not sure who designed either of these two objects because a bed frame typically needs a headboard and a headboard yeah. should be able to attach to a bed frame. Like, I'm just not understanding it. But mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. And so for since we've lived here in August, I had the headboard up against the wall and like the bed up against it, you know, whatever. And like, it's, it's fine. It looks nice. Except for every time you breathe too hard, roll over, move, whatever. It's like the headboard is banging around Oh, and it's horrific. So we just rearranged our bedroom uh, a couple of nights ago. The headboard is not making a reappearance, but I don't know what to do with it in the meantime. Like, I don't, I don't know at this point. I don't want to get rid of it in case, like, I can figure it out later or want to yeah. recover it or, I don't know, do something with it. But can you, really nice. like, I don't know, like, even if it doesn't have, like, the screw hole 
place isn't it like could you fasten it together somehow see i was even thinking like straight up some cable ties like Mm -hmm. zip ties or yeah i don't know but nothing i guess you know also should be duly noted that jeff and i are not small people either so like when i'm flopping around in the night to turn over on my side or on my belly I mean, it's it's a lot of flopping going on, so I understand. But somehow there should just be a, like a I don't know, like a bolt and a nut to just psh, psh, right on. Yeah, there. I was gonna I say it definitely should though. Like you know, it really. Yeah, should. there's no spot at all in the frame. The headboard has the slat where it would go through. Mm-hmm. The bed frame does not. It's like one of those like platformy type bed frames that you don't have to have a box spring. It is kind of like the box spring. Yeah. Um, and it's okay, but. I think I'm going to save up and try to buy a mattress that is specifically for bigger people. Like, that sounds ridiculous, especially since I'm trying to lose some weight. But real talk is I'm still a bigger person currently. And just seems like I can't find a good bed that doesn't give way or end up like having weird spots where it's like sunken in. Because I I tend to sleep on my right side or on my belly pretty much all night every night. So it's like, we're, like, we turn it, do all the things, but I don't know. It's just, I was looking at the big fig mattress specifically for large figured people. Uh, it is rather pricey, but also looks pretty incredible. We had to just get a mattress um, a couple months ago because Lucky ate a, like almost a person size hole out of the Man. And I really just got tired of sleeping like down in a hole. So I was like, now that she's past the age of like queuing through the yes. we can't oh, get gosh. a new mattress. But I do need to get a new couch because there's also a hole in one of our couch cushions that she tore through. Uh, we have a hole in our wall that needs to be re-drywalled. And we have a hole in our bathroom door that we 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 should probably just get another bathroom door because they're just kind of like the flimsy like wooden oh, yeah. doors that you have like from like standard yeah yeah and then she's chewed a hole in the kitchen wall but we're past that now we're past that so oh my goodness she was teething she can't help it um well she could have helped herself to all of the kong toys and things that we that we have instead uh-huh. but you know and then vegas of course she demolished the carpet so i'm like now that everybody is older uh maybe right we can now try that they've to... all destroyed a little something <laughs> right maybe now we can try to cosmetically improve the look of the interior of this house oh my gosh oh, okay so i just got the picture that you sent me we're gonna have to oh. post about this i love it i when I own a house, I'm going to have at least one wall in my bedroom. The glitter paint. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there is a building here. I'm trying to think of where it is. It is probably uh, considered Chesapeake, maybe, or could be a little bit of Norfolk. I don't know. It's right along the line there, and it is a, I believe it is a, like, hookah lounge slash club of some sort. Oh. Um, it is the most magical outside exterior to this building because it is, like, a gray building, and then it has, like, a white diamond glitter... It is distracting to drive by. I don't know. Finish done to this entire building. And it's a pretty big building. Mm. 
Um, but I've driven by it a couple of different times, and every time I'm like ooing and aahing, and I'm like, just oh, pay attention to the road. I mean, it's it's really hard here anyway because as we discussed last year when we went on vacation, I thoroughly appreciate the South for using quartz in their road mixture because yeah. it makes the roads look like glitter. My street here is a glitter street. As are a lot of them around. So it's, I mean, now you're going to cover a whole building in quartz and glitter? I don't know. I'm not sure how that is not a distraction. But for me, like a bird over here, every time I drive by it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to have a glitter wall if they can have a whole building. Yes. Um, and actually, I think there's a person that we work with who I'll have to maybe tell you off the podcast, but I'm pretty sure she has also done some glitter walls in her house does she have a fancy vanity and dressing room yes i feel like we're playing the guess who game i love yeah. it yeah um okay exactly yes i do believe that i i do recall seeing a picture now that you say that i feel like I've so seen that. you might ask her if she has any like tips and tricks of how to how to apply it because i have seen somewhere like you mix it in with a can of paint you paint it and then you have to take a sander and sand down the wall afterwards because you know that so paint gets on the glitter and, yeah and so then it looks kind of like cakey or whatever so you got to put it on and then you take like like a sand like hand sander or whatever and just kind of go over the wall to kind of buff it out see i've seen that i've also seen some where they do which i feel like would be fun but also hella messy where once they paint it with or without glitter paint they also do like a throwing of it against the walls like oh yeah and i how would you ever not still find specks of glitter like in your house yeah and i know way? for a fact that i would for me i would have it'd be like decorating a christmas tree or something you know what i mean except for like you can't go back and fix it like i would have like globs of it in like one spot and then not others oh, <laughs> and i would just like keep the trying so it'd be like bad tinsel yeah i would keep trying to even it out and it just wouldn't <laughs> i don't think i could personally do it oh man um speaking of tinsel i kind of felt like you so remington has really been wanting the tinsel in her hair again. Mm -hmm. um, so I bought this kit on Amazon. I swear to God, it was like $16 free shipping and came with everything you could have possibly needed. But um, one of the items that I came with to pull the hair through the little like bead, you know, with mm -hmm. the tinsel stuff was like the world's smallest crochet hook, latch hook type of tool. Oh, yeah. And it made me think of you probably had to use something that size when you were doing your fillet stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's probably accurate. It took me like the first three of doing her hair. I had a hard time figuring out like how to get the hair through, but also how to pull the bead through. And like the first couple, I ended up pulling everything back out. And I'm like, wait a minute, I've just got a bead and a hook. Well, how did that happen? You know, because I just had a hard time. But I ended up working it out that if you put the tinsel through the bead first, use the hook, mm -hmm. pull the tinsel through the bead, then just hold the bead. Put it up to the very top of the hair, like, you know, a little bit away from the scalp like you're supposed to. Then you just put the hook right back through and pull the hair through with it. Um, almost like the old school frosting caps that we used yeah, to do back in the day. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just thinking of. Like the, like the chunky highlights. Yes, yes. Pull it through the cap. I think those are coming back. I've seen some people with them. Those are just really hard for me to keep up because... 
my hair is so dark and then it has like natural reddish tint to where even when I try to do anything blondish it's like nope welcome to more yep. red mine is the same way I've given up on so I gave up like probably a few years ago of trying to do blonde because I would do blonde and then it would like almost have like a brassy look within a couple days because my mom is a natural redhead her hair got lighter as she got older but like her baby pictures and stuff she had really bright red hair and then I've got like some reddish undertones in my hair like almost maybe like a I don't know, like a strawberry, dirty, blonde color. Oh, uh, before it turned to gray. <laughs> oh, get out of here. And so I can't do blonde. Now, my sister, she, like, bleaches her hair blonde. So, like, hers is, like, really blonde. And then, like, she usually colors it, like, a, a pinkish, like, rose gold color. It looks really pretty on her. I try to do the, like, same rose gold color <laughs> so bad it was bad and oh, i was like okay no. never mind the <laughs> we're, last we're time going I a darker shade to dye my hair would have been oh two or three years ago and it was like a burgundy kind of purpley burgundy kind of color i remember that was that when you went on your cruise um it, yeah probably around then yeah. um it didn't hold at all, though. Like, my hair's just, it's just not, I don't know. It's just not meant for color. And as of now, uh, I haven't gotten any gray hair yet. Uh, so, I'm just rolling with the natural. Like, it's too much upkeep and money. I don't know. I just can't. I can't do it. So, dark natural brown is what everybody's getting, whether they like it or not. I thought about putting some dark green in it or doing like the oil slick hair because it's just so pretty but mm -hmm. i also don't have hundreds of dollars to spend in a salon every couple of weeks so and that's the thing too once it starts to fade it's like you have to keep up on it right. because like once the color starts to like i've always thought the same like with people who color their hair and like a permanent hair color for their halloween costumes or like a semi-permanent mm -hmm. and then it's like come like around thanksgiving their yellow is now like a or not yellow, but I mean their blue is now like a yellowish green. Oh, <laughs> uh, we learned that with Remington. Nasty. We did Remington's hair last year in October for cheer. Um, the t like the bottom part of her long hair, really long hair, the bottom part blue. Yeah, and Britain did a great job. I mean, it was blue, blue. But a year later, and I'll be honest, I can still see some of the blue in her hair. Um, so, I mean, if we're looking for longevity, I don't know what kind of color she used. I can ask if I need to, but <laughs> we need was, to know. It was super yeah. perfect. Uh, but once it kind of faded out, Remington's hair is a very light, blondish brown. Uh, in the summertime, she gets a lot of natural, like, blonde highlights around her face. But, mm -hmm. um, it almost made it look like a weird bluish gray. Oh. As it faded. And... I could not get rid of it. Like uh, uh, I love the like lilacy, like opal kind of colors. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. but I've seen some people who like it makes their hair color look almost like a grayish purple, and I'm like, man, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. And especially with like going into the office and stuff now, like I don't want to be that one. You know what I mean? Yes. Or, yeah. 
so yeah I feel yeah I I feel like I kind of already am as it is because um I mean I'm obnoxious I wear giant hair bows and I love glitter so like I feel like I put I were also add like a peacock worth of colors into my hair that somebody is gonna be like hello ma'am uh did you forget that you see people face to face or well and i'm pretty sure like there's maybe something in the handbook that we just had to sign a new copy of for the year um, and i was like hmm, i i'm just not going to chance it. i don't know i'd have to go back through it i'm again, gonna be but... honest i don't know in the version that we had to sign for this year but in previous versions it did not specify on color as long as it was brushed well managed and kept Oh, okay. Um, because I did oil slick hair kind of a couple years back. And gosh, I say a couple years back, probably like seven or eight years ago. Um, and I checked the handbook before I did it. And even then, oh, I did it as like uh, none of the pieces on the top of my hair, like unless I curled it or flipped it a certain way, you wouldn't really notice that the color was there. But it was like a teal if you should pink a dark purple and a blue um if you haven't looked up oil slick hair please go do it because it's great for brunettes and people that bright highlights don't work for my hair it's too dark so this is like if you could imagine the rainbow of colors you see in an oil slick they call it oil slick hair mm-hmm. um and it is magnificent but again one of those things that to keep up with is just unrealistic um well for me anyway for some people i know maybe it is but um i looked it up in the handbook then because i was like oh i don't want to get in trouble but again i think within reason i mean we have certainly worked with some characters that did not look kempt if you will or uh that you're just like what on earth um and somehow i don't know it was fine for them (laughs) so i always just feel like I don't know. Uh, Got that list, you know. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know, some days, I might before February, I might do just a couple of dark green like pieces here and there before February. Because February we travel for our regional meetings. Oh, that's why I was like, why February but that makes sense okay um, <laughs> like I, well I was saying when you were saying like green I was like no it's not St. Patrick's Day that's March so <laughs> well, that would be convenient too yeah um, I guess because it hopefully stay in that long but February we were supposed to travel toward the end of February uh, I believe to Nashville yeah which should be interesting because I am having to carpool with some co-workers that are going for a solid fun. Ten and a half hours of me singing in the car. I hope they're yeah. ready. I've already warned I, them both. You know, I would have a blast carpooling with you to Nashville. I just feel like it is a prime opportunity to really just sing it out. What else do we have mm-hmm. to do? And, you know, I'm not some young hipster here. So I am all about bring on the 80s music, ladies, if that's what we want to listen to. Uh, so I don't know. I'm excited about it. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, should be interesting i'm a little worried about the weather though because the end of february is always a little a little suspect you just don't know you could have 70s you could have a blizzard right uh we'll have to see what uh caitlin's birthday does that should usually dictate how things are gonna go i know i tease her every year because it's 70 
or it's a level three snowstorm. <laughs> just so what are they saying uh, for my Midwestern friends here? Because I no longer get to see the Midwestern news. I keep hearing rumblings of oh. like a big snowstorm or blizzard. Yeah, well, so I don't know. So I'm going to bring my computer home tomorrow night just in case. I can't go to work Thursday or Friday. But so they're saying tomorrow like during the day um it's supposed to be like 43 or something and then tomorrow night it's supposed to drop off to like negative one i believe um probably before the wind chill i'd say um and then be like dumping rain and then the rain is of course gonna freeze over because it's gonna be negative one outside right (laughs) and then we're supposed to get like one to three inches of snow on top of that um thursday morning and then i think thursday evening we're supposed to get like another one to three inches of snow um and then friday i think they were saying maybe like another inch um on friday so it's definitely sounding like it's going to be a white christmas but it also sounds like it's going to be treacherous roadways as well so i was like i will probably just stay home thursday and friday and i'm glad that i still have the option to do that and i even still asked uh my boss today if he was cool with that even though like i'm not technically like required to be at the office i know but you've kind (laughs) of gotten used to it again by now yeah so so i was like do you care if i work from home and he was like no (laughs) That's why I don't want to. Like, why are you asking? Right, and they made sure everyone uh, that's training that their computers are working and stuff, so they can also stay home if the road conditions warrant. So, um, yeah, I was like, "Do you care if I work from home because the roads are being nasty?" He's like, "No, I don't care." <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why I'm asking. Like, I'm not even, like, required to be here. (laughs) We are going to have some record-breaking cold temperatures this weekend. Oh, okay. Um, So, Thursday, the high is 60. The low is 50. And Friday, the low is 13 without the wind chill. Okay. So, we're going to go from 60 to 13. Yeah. Um, And it is supposed to rain both Thursday and Friday. So, then it's going to be icy then. I I would imagine. I took Friday off. So, kind of thankful that I did. Because I can just... I mean, I have nothing to do Friday. Yeah. Um, Get some last minute stocking stuffer type stuff. But it's going to be cold on Christmas. Like 34. But then next week, I was just looking... Um, and it's, it's kind of a whirlwind of a week. Wednesday, it's got like a red exclamation point for <laughs> a potential ice storm. Okay. And then by that Sometimes. Sunday, we're going to be up to 65. So in case you lose power, like, do you have all like the provisions that you need? Do you have water and things? We do. We have okay. lots of water. We actually okay. have a generator. We have some, we're probably more than enough prepared for some reason in my mind, at any given time, we're going to be living like Little House on the Prairie again. I know. I feel the same. I, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I Nothing, I mean, nothing in real life has indicated that things are coming to a halt. But in my mind, like, we're going back to no power. Mary's going to be in a wagon for three weeks just to go to get those glasses. Like, I, you well, know. And so, I mean, but it's not unrealistic to think that you might not have power for three, four five days i mean that's happened here yes for sure especially an ice storm (laughs) so yeah i mean it's really just about how long does it take them to get to you like where are you on the priority 
level you know obviously like hospitals and things are they got to be fixed first and so you might just have to just wait it out like a couple days but I mean much better to be prepared for those things like we've got a kerosene heater um out in the garage we do need to get some more kerosene though I suspect because the kerosene that's been in the kerosene cans is like three or four years old so it probably 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 needs to we need new kerosene I'd I'd imagine but um so and then we've got you know plenty of wood because we ordered a quart of wood last last year at the end of the season so we've got plenty of wood for the fireplace and things and dry goods and all that in the pantry so that's us too tons of dry goods and if all else fails i'm always like okay i got a five pound box of rice so Mm -hmm. i could feed the whole neighborhood (laughs) why my mind works like that but i'm genuinely when i'm not cooking rice to feed the neighborhood i can be knitting blankets for all the kids Uh, i I don't know my mind is just well if there ever was such a thing as like a past life which you know um some people think there is so if there if there was such a thing who knows maybe you could have like some repressed memories or something of a time (laughs) maybe that's why i clench my jaw so bad when i sleep because i'm just flashing back my mom has a cousin who one time she asked me to make her um an infinity scarf and i did and she's like don't make it too tight she's like i'm pretty sure i was hanged in a past life and i was like noted okay okay (laughs) so Uh, i don't know if you're serious i'm just questioning everything because i also don't like things tied on my neck i was like all right noted uh salem witch (laughs) yeah that's what i gosh that's hilarious that you say that because i have an infinity scarf that was mom's like i have a bunch of her scarves and actually a lot of them were tanya's um so that's funny but um one of them is like semi Christmassy. it's black and white and red like plaid you know those ones uh we had a co-worker that wore them yeah. daily those ones yeah um and it's cute i've got a red cardigan sweater and some gray pants that i was like thinking this would be a really cute work outfit yeah especially for christmas several different times i've tried to wear this outfit and i put the mm-hmm. scarf on and then i'm like oh okay that's Oh, can't do it. Taking it off. Taking it off. Like I, every time I try and I just cannot bring myself to do it. So then I always, I'm like, well, okay, what if it looks like, what does it look like like this? And I take the scarf and like only just have it like once and it looks like a weird circle just hanging on my neck. So I haven't been able to wear this thing yet. And I've tried several times, but it's like, I feel choky and weird. I don't know. I've always hated turtlenecks back in the day for that reason. I saw actually a gosh I don't remember who it is now it's an actress and she's wearing like this really long like maxi dress and sleeveless and then she had like one of those like kind of like buffalo plaid like infinity scarves like around like her neck it was so super cute and it added like I don't know like kind of like a sense of dimension to her you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go back on Pinterest and look for it because it came up on my Pinterest and I was like that is super cute so I'll have to look for it but I don't know like I just like the way that looked on her because like she's not a very like like she didn't have very much shape anyway but like what Hollywood actresses really do right but like it looked like it added a little bit of like texture to her body a little bit to where like she looked more filled out and I was like that looks really cute I like 
I like that look on her. That's cute. I've always liked um Jeff makes fun of me because he calls them my blossom vests. <laughs> um but I really like like the sweater type cardigany vest. Yeah. I feel like for someone like me as a bigger girl, like layers like that help to detract and just kind of give more of an overall look than focusing on if I just have a shirt on with pants you know what I mean I don't know it's another layer to add to like you said just the the dimension of it all but um I had a couple and that's what he always called them was my blossom vest (laughs) I'm like shut up I'll get my hat out with the flower on it too well and now you knit so now you can knit yourself some cardigans and things well I'm really slow but you know what I thought of the other day I got these cute I don't know why I'm on this Aldi kick lately I think it's because we have one right down the street um again in the aisle of mysterious things they have women's and girls boots um got a super cute pair of boots $14 I was about to say how much are they because I'll go look $14 so the pair that I got um is black kind of like mm, an Ugg style boot, if you will, mm-hmm. but not super tall because that's probably I have a big leg. So usually boots that are tall, like just don't fit right. Mm-hmm. And it's got black bows down the sides. Oh. And like the black fur at the top. Super cute. $14. Very comfortable. Wore them yesterday. Kept my feet warm. Still look dressy enough that with like leggings and a nice sweater or whatever. Like I look dressy. Mm-hmm. Um but I was thinking the other day, I can knit myself the little things, like the little boot The boot things. cuffs, yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to do that. Like you could do, like, boot cuffs and, like, a matching poncho or something. Oh, my God. I probably wouldn't have that done until next year. Okay, well, so that's fine. You work on it this year and be ready. That's true, because I could do, like, a... I mean, the time okay. is going to pass anyway, so... The only thing <laughs> I would have to figure out, I guess, is how to do the neck hole if I did, like, a corner-to-corner. Um... Unless you do, what do you do? Do you do a corner to corner? Do you do two panels and sew them together? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how I usually do them. And just like sew just the shoulders, but not the head part? Yeah. So, well, yeah. And then you just kind of like tighten up the neck part if it's a little loose. Um, You do like a couple rows around to kind of edge it off. But yeah. Because I got a four day weekend ahead and. I don't plan on doing anything like productive as far as working, cleaning, anything like that. I'm going to be just living it up for four days. So I'm going to, I'm going to go on Ravelry and look. Or, um, ponchos are a very like beginner friendly pattern for crocheters. I don't know about knitting, but for crocheters, it's very like a lot of people start off with making ponchos because they're just simple. So yeah, I mean... So the way I do mine is I just do two panels, sew them together, and then, um, and there's like diagrams you can find all over the place, like of how to sew it. It's very easy. It's it's hard to explain like verbally, but like there's like, when you look at a diagram of how to sew it together, you'll know exactly what it's showing you. And then, um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I always do maybe like a couple rows around the neck hole just kind of tighten it up so it's not like laying like weird on my shoulders but I don't think you probably have to yeah and I mean like I just you know I don't really like anything snug around the neck or yeah so you might not even want to anyway might be perfect might have to work on that uh 
man, okay, you've just sparked a whole new, a whole new idea here because now I'm <laughs> homework, already... homework tonight. <laughs> it's just another reason to buy more yarn. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking in my head about like some work colors. Yeah. And that my next like big meeting when I've got to go, you know, there mm -hmm. is February or I've got a meeting in at the terminal in January. I could probably could probably have me an R and L poncho done. By and you then. could oh, honestly goodness. probably I mean, they they work up really quick. And like I said, it's very like basic. You you could do the whole thing, the whole the whole way through and you can make yourself a couple to take with you. Oh now now you're being now you're being rambunctious over there. Uh, <laughs> ambitious, maybe that's the better word. I don't know. Ooh, did I hear? A, did I hear another New Year's resolution? I. I <laughs> when is it a poncho? Uh, poncho <laughs> by February. I mean, I've only been working on one sock for like a solid year and a half. Put it in the planner. Once it's in the planner, it's official. Oh, it's gonna go in ponchos. Ponchos. Um. <laughs> No, but if I could figure out a basic poncho, like I'm seriously thinking about, like, because then that would carry into like maybe a hooded poncho, and mm -hmm. and think about not having to like, you don't have to wear a coat if you're just running in someplace or something. You know what I mean? Like a poncho would be fine. So far, I've not worn a coat. It's like a blanket. Here, oh, because, yeah. I keep forgetting. Um, it's a little warmer. <laughs> it is. I've worn, but it's it's funny though. You can tell I'm a transplant because. I just wear cardigans and that's good. And honestly, by the afternoon, I'm usually ripping that thing off because once the sun is cooking me on my ride back, like, nope, it's too hot. But the, the people here think that it's cold when it's like 60 and they're straight up like earmuffs and gloves. And I mean, everybody is like winter parka. And here mm -hmm. I am like some ballet flats and a cardigan or if it's I will the never weekend, I will still wear flip flops. I will never forget when we had a boot camp at work uh, and we had some people from warmer cli climates come to the office. And it was during a polar vortex. It was like negative 19 degrees. <laughs> no, no. Like, we are not going best. outside. Because you can tell people what negative 19 degrees feels like yeah. and how you, it hurts to even breathe. Or if you're <laughs> me, as soon as the corner hits me, I immediately get the dry heaves. Like, I don't know what happens, <laughs> but... Out there here and experiencing yeah. it, I just don't think anybody believes how cold it actually is. People yeah. there, like, and I tell them, like, oh, I'm so grateful for this weather. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, I mean, it didn't, you know, it gets cold here. I had one girl said, well, in the winter, it gets arctically cold here. And I said, yeah, where I came from in Ohio, sometimes it would be like negative 30 degrees with the wind chill. And she was like, oh, well, then it doesn't get that cold here. I guess. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Uh, what will be different, though, is just the, like, if we get ice next week, that concerns me because there is not a lot of capability to treat the roads here. Yeah. They would just soon shut everything down and call it a day. Well. But I don't know what that means for me, like. I know the world can be shut down, and a lot of times in our workplace, that does not equal shut down for us, so. And, I mean, the ocean has salt water, right, in it? It's salty. Yep. Mm -hmm. What if, what if you just got you some buckets of, like, some salt water, and then just dashed your uh, driveway with it? Well, you know? I, 
Um, nice I mean, try, driveway. Um, my driveway would probably be fine, and I don't think it would be such a. I don't know. It's thirty miles to the ocean, so I'm not sure it'd be worth the drive to try to truck some buckets of water back. Oh, I didn't realize it was that far. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was closer. No. But, I guess the real question okay. is, uh, I live near the river, which is attached to the bay, which is fed by the ocean. So is the bay salty? And does that make the river <laughs> salty? I don't know. I'm going to have to really hone in on the area here and follow up next week. I don't know, but I could see, like, the news story of, like, woman semi-local. You know they would leave Ohio. Buckets of ocean <laughs> How many neighbors would be like, what does she do? Fix there? the because, problem. Fix um, it. Everyone now has a smooth driveway. It's been ocean watered. It's, it's been ocean washed. <laughs> just, you know, I don't know what level we would have to, not the pH, <laughs> but we'd have to check the level of saltiness to know what would not just freeze again. I don't know. I'm out there dumping buckets is just turning into an ice skating <laughs> rink. It I mean, a bit I of a downward know. slope, so it'd be interesting. Just be like, listen, you're in luck. I'm here. I'm here to fix the problem. Now, I will say, one year, uh, gosh, this is forever ago, uh, before I even knew Jeff, but I had an ex that was pretty worthless, and like would always start his car in the morning when it was all frozen over, but like would never start my car, so I was running late for work, of course, and I mean, I just didn't know what else to do. So I got the table salt shaker and just gave it a good shake on my window. <laughs> Windshield wipered it up a little bit. It worked. Um, yeah. It probably scratched the glass in my window. I don't know, but. I've heard rubbing alcohol, too. Oh, that's a good one. I saw one the other day that I want to try, and it said if you put warm water in a gallon plastic baggie, or any size plastic bag, but a gallon because it's more surface space, mm-hmm. and then just zip it up and take the bag of water and run it over your window it's warm enough that it quickly melts all the frost off um <laughs> without having to like scrape or do anything else i thought that was worth trying at some point but i mean if we're being honest jeff always offers to start my car and i'm always like no i'm good it's fine i'm fine and then i go out there and i'm like man i wish this car would have been started because <laughs> it is pretty chilly but uh you know i get my phone plugged in my other phone plugged in my laptop plugged in i got a running office in that car so I use that time why it's like, I don't know, defrosting. Um, but we've only had a good heavy frost a couple of times so far here. Yeah, I'm always afraid to start my car if it's out on the street. If it's in the driveway, I feel a little safer starting it. But if it's parked out on the street, I don't like to because I'm always afraid someone's just going to drive off with it. So... Yeah, our little community here is pretty much retirees and some military folks, a state trooper at one end, and a city police officer at the other end of my street. Yeah. And even then, uh, this morning, uh, the car was started and I had Jeff stand there to watch. Because see, the other car, you can start it, it has like the automatic start. And so it can stay locked while you're doing it. Um, but this car doesn't. You can't lock it while it's started. So, oh, 
that's even worse because I'm always the same. Like, man, if it gets stolen, insurance is not going to pay this because I had it running. Right. Yeah. Uh, That's, that is always my fear. And we do have some shady characters who break into people's cars and things around here. And I'm like, what a gift that would be for my car to be running with the keys of the ignition out on the street. I had someone steal my car once when it wasn't running. It was unlocked and the keys were in the glove box, but they broke into it and broke the steering column out anyway to like hotwire it um and i was at work in columbus because at the time the car wasn't running it needed a new transmission so it was just parked like it was just parked and sitting i had finally gotten enough money to get it fixed and the tow truck was supposed to come and get it the next day but some dumb young kids um hotwired it but gosh i would have loved to see the camera inside because it was it could only go like two to five miles an hour (laughs) It's like that show Bait Car. Did you ever watch yes. that? <laughs> yes, where they would shut it down. Oh, that was always oh. best. And then they were like, they would try to like roll out of the car, except for like the doors were locked too. <laughs> like yeah. they weren't leaving. Man, what happened to that show? That was a good show. We used to really well, okay, it too. so they pro- they probably took it off the air because they're probably kids entrapment or whatever. You know what? Don't do uh, shit, and you don't have to worry. About yes, it, yes. You know? Don't steal stuff, and then nothing to worry about. You're exactly Great. right um i don't know it's crazy um we again i know we talked about at the beginning uh here of the episode but if you want to join our group you should um if you're doing a temperature project so are we if you're not doing one tell us what you are working on we've actually had some uh folks and friends in there lately talking about how they are not doing one this year and that they're going to be glad to be done with the one they worked (laughs) on you know for this past year yeah um, I totally get it, but stick with us in there. It's at least a fun group to talk about what what you are working on. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be a fun. And time. if you change your mind later, you know, come February, maybe you're like, hey, maybe I do want to do temperature blank. You can always catch up. Yes, absolutely. Or get some inspiration in there for next year, or mm-hmm. for just whatever special project you have going on. But yeah. Um, you can find us again. It's Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast here along Stitchathon group on Facebook, or you can always find our social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook and Messenger and TikTok. They're all the same uh, at Needles, Hooks, DL, or you can always email us Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks at gmail.com. Um, or you can, of course, find us here next Tuesday. It'll be the big New Year's episode because that'll be the last yep. episode of the year. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. But otherwise, uh, we wish you all a Merry Christmas and uh, happy holidays and enjoy your family and come back to this family next Tuesday. We'll be here. Yep. Bye. Bye.